Ho, ho, ho. Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big Thank Dimension with Dan and Box Video Games. I think I can fit one more camera in here. Please, no. Chris Wolfhard. Robo wants an Oreo. <laughs> and Dr. Agro. Please don't go shopping tomorrow. Here on Gigaboots. Oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know, I know that, that some people are in situations that necessitate it, but if, if you have the ability to not buy groceries the week of Thanksgiving and you don't exercise it, you're a garbage person. <laughs> Sorry. I got it. I got it. Sorry. I, I, I have it all planned out. Box, are you going shopping tomorrow? I don't think so. Okay. I might go back to Little Caesars. <laughs> Does that pizza taste like war crimes? Or I just, you know, there's there's the there's the Call of Duty characters on it. I figure they got to change the recipe somehow, right? <laughs> it's just the regular pretzel pizza, which is already so salty. You might it oh, kind of parallels. So that's how it makes sense with the because the salty Call of Duty players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, now now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. Yeah, uh, working at just a dedicated grocery store, the period before Black Friday, like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, uh -huh. was always the most insane. But something happened near the end of my tenure there, where that one year, and this was 2019, that one year people figured out enough to just go on Tuesday instead of Wednesday. <laughs> Because everyone fucked each other over so hard that Wednesday uh -huh. that they all got smart and started going the Tuesday. Now, my hope is, because I haven't checked in on this in four years, maybe by now we're at the prior Sunday and they've just been working their way backwards this whole time. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? You'd like to dream. I, w I would like to dream. That's, that's what I choose to do, Box. <laughs> <laughs> We are packing. This is the last big thing to mention with this camera in this room. Yeah, this is the last anything with this room. It's crazy. It is a little crazy. This this room was heavily featured in our first YouTube channel all the way back in like 2007. Yeah. And stuff. So this is... We're finally going to retire the room. <laughs> the funny thing is we replaced the floor, I think. Or the floor got replaced. God, there was a whole weird history with this room. Yeah. It was like, we weren't here, then we were here again. Mm-hmm. Several times over. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's it's like, uh, it's like Castle Dracula. It just changed form when you revisit it. <laughs> you know, like, Only different. slightly, though. Yeah. Very mild. This is like one of those rushed years. <laughs> Dracula's like, well, the entrance was different. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Not everything was the same. You don't even appreciate me. <laughs> Look, Weiss, you don't even usually get to come in. I didn't think you would actually stop by. You seemed busy, what, with the pancakes <laughs> and fucking. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is, this is kind of crazy. Yeah. I say because I, I just... We're going we're gonna to go ahead and show 
about how this room looks. Packing up a whole studio is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even... This is not going to give any indication how many boxes are in this room. No. Right now. Hey, I can see the G fuel. Oh, God, can he? Yeah, you can. Barely. <laughs> it's very well lit in there. That's true. Uh, we I were can like. also see a jar of pickles. <sighs> is that jar? No I think that's a jar of pickles. One moment. I actually don't know what the. There's a jar of Jif peanut butter up there. On the left side of the on the left side it looks like there's a big glass jar. I think that's Morton's. I think that's salt. Is Oh, I know what he's talking about. I actually can't see what it is from here. That's a a, a somewhat reasonably sized jar of Mirin. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, weirdly enough. Probably very expired. <laughs> Anyways. It's alcohol. I don't think it can go bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't think it's going to encounter the super bacteria. <laughs> um, yeah, this, this room's getting retired, and we're getting out of Niceville. And uh, we're bringing a picture of Agro in the lower left corner with us. <laughs> uh, no, that, that picture is staying here. What? Wait, I thought we talked about this. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just going to start streaming it to you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> No, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> but you're going to animate it, right? <laughs> you you fiber-having pieces of shit. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just not sure I'm going to be able to get those really sick, high-bandwidth streams from Agra, what with the 5 gigabits per second symmetrical connection. Jesus. Ag Agro's pissed. He's like, I keep sending Dan zip bombs, and it doesn't do anything. <laughs> Uh, it's just me gluing zippers to dynamite and putting it in a box. <laughs> the FBI shows up. <laughs> He's just like, wait, no. It wasn't this is medicinal. <laughs> it was just a prank. Um, Yeah, I don't have anything to say about the process of packing all this up other than uh, I took pictures of all of our kit that we're just throwing away because it's garbage. Mm -hmm. You know the saying, buy once, cry once? If you're unfamiliar... People who are in video production and other high-cost high expertises often say this because there's a trap in buying something that is uh, notionally good enough to do a thing for you, and then you find out, no, no, yeah. it is not. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of products like that where you just like, surely this, everything on the description makes it seem like this should do it. Yeah. This should be good enough. This should be good enough, and it's a, it's a hundredth the price of the... The mainstream brand, I'm too smart to fall for that. I'll save the money. Uh, yeah, we did that, like, a lot. Because mm -hmm. we didn't have any fucking money. Reminder, it took until, I think, three or four years ago for the... No, it was, like, two. It was, like, two years ago for this channel to start breaking even remotely. Yeah. It was not it sure that sure is expensive it. being poor. It uh -huh. sure is. Um... <laughs> the amount of times I've been asked, hey, Dan, you, you buying a house up there? I'm like, <laughs> how much money do they think you make? There's so many, <laughs> there's so many layers of conversations that I always want to. So um, I haven't lived there yet. It would be pretty bold to buy a house in a town you've never lived in. 
<laughs> Additionally, I'm moving there because it's uh, cheaper to live, which implies something. <laughs> uh... But yeah, so I took pictures of all the, the equipment we're tossing um, because it's just bad and useless and it, it's taking up space. Um, there's a really good chance we're going to do a behind the scenes video where I talk about like the evolution of what we've been using on the channel when it comes to like kit, uh, uh, capture cards, cameras and other stuff. Uh, and that'll be over on the Prime Patreon but uh, you know, I'll announce it before. So don't don't like sign up now and then just sit there and wait. Right. That, I'll let you know. It's like, Dan, it's been six months. Like, yeah, I'm busy. Yeah, it sure has. <laughs> I'm putting the final touches on this. Uh, one of the things I want to do for that video is buy the one camera that got away. Because out of all the videos we've ever done, there's only one camera that got away, and there was a very specific reason we didn't keep that camera. Uh, we filmed a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, weirdly enough for Little Big Planet Karting, is that what it was called? It's yeah. the racing Little yes. Big Planet game. Anyway, we did a, we entered a film competition for that to make an ad, and then we got most popular vote. And the person we worked with, the talent we worked with to do the ad, I was like, yeah, we made this much money, you know. Uh, we... We wanted to upgrade our camera anyway. Do you want us to, like, just take that out of the cost of this camera and because they were a youtuber too mm -hmm. and it was a good camera like it was good and they were like yeah sure and i'm like you're sure and they were like yeah so then we did that and then i missed the camera <laughs> i was like ah damn it's the only camera we ever let go uh <laughs> and that's that's unfortunate because now i have every camera we've ever used like once we move i'm gonna have every camera we ever used on a shelf mm -hmm. and so for this behind the scenes historical thing i wanted to buy the SD card version of the camera we used back then, because the, we had an internal memory one, which was like, you know how iPods? Okay, so an iPod, <laughs> you're right. It's like a smartphone, but it has a dial, and it isn't a phone. I know this is confusing. Wait, you it don't even get the association between phones and dials? Didn't. Wait, what's up? <laughs> it only played music, except some models which could also do apps. Yes, once you get to iPod touches, then I swear that I played games on a dial i on a dial iPod. Yeah, they had to have had um Rattler, like like Snake. Yeah, I never had one of the dial iPods, so I always I, wanted one. They were sick. Right? It was just like too expensive. I had an iPod Nano and then I had like a full size like the generation that had a color screen be right before the touch. Because the nano died. People are saying it had breakout. And Sonic 2. I don't know if Sonic 2 is legit, but Breakout seems legit. I think I, I, think I played Bonk on one. Bonk? Like some horrible mobile version of Bonk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are saying Sonic ports for the old iPods with dials. That's, that's crazy. Insane. Um, but, you know, what they really should buy is the Zoom. That, that's going to go in places. <laughs> Jay Allard said so. Yeah. Oh, you don't know who Jay Allard is? Okay, imagine um, Phil Spencer, but bald and with way more Riz. <laughs> I think I got it. Yeah, okay. That's, that's basically that's it. close enough. Way paler, too. Like, he could... You need to turn the dial on Phil Spencer over to Lex Luthor stand-in. Right, but he's also hip, because he lays, like, on the floor to talk to the kids. He's like, hey, what's up? We're going to talk about video games. And I'm like, do you always do that in a weird, sexy position on the floor? 
And if so, can I get that on record into this microphone? Uh, yeah, the original iPods had internal hard drives, very small hard drives in them. And that camera did the same thing. So it calls it internal memory, but you could feel the, the hard drive spinning in it lightly, right. which was a real weird sensation. We had just come from uh, mini DVs, uh, which are like tapes that it wrote digital data onto, which it wasn't until much later that I appreciated that thing. <laughs> mini DVs are a tape format, but they're completely digital. And because of that, they're able to write an insane amount of data for such a low resolution thing. I think it had a bit rate that exceeded Blu-ray. <laughs> and it was a 480i signal. Jesus. I'm like, no wonder that thing looks so fucking nice. Between that and the good image sensor we got on our first camera. Because apparently even back then, I psychotically did a lot of research on... <laughs> Like, what? Well, no way. Yeah, I don't know. How Here's the thing, though. I'm in disbelief of this because I'm like, that doesn't seem right because I couldn't figure out how audio worked. Right. And also, we couldn't figure out how color balance or like white balance worked. Yeah, we didn't know to turn off auto white balance. Uh -huh. So like on our first YouTube channel, like the a curtain would move and then the entire scene would turn blue or something because the camera would be like, well, the color temperature is different now. Um, But yeah, it's. It was crazy moving in the second camera that has a hard drive. Anyways, point is, a lot of this stuff needs to be thrown away. Like, we have completely garbage tripods that we wouldn't use for, like, anything at this point because they're that bad. Right. They couldn't even hold any modern stuff, basically. Not much. Like, so let's keep it level. I would be, right. I would be worried <laughs> about sticking an iPad on it. Right. On some of these. That's how bad it is. Um, and so, like took some pictures and some video and stuff and that way we can talk about it and share our experience of not ever once buying once and crying once <laughs> in fact every step of the way buying and crying mm -hmm. um yeah aside from that there's no amusing stories about packing everything up other than um been a day lo days long process and still going and yeah. it's horrible as it turns out when normal people move they don't have to move like a studio worth of equipment mm -hmm. so that's that's not great i feel i am deeply envious of normal people right about now because uh what is it 17 consoles it's something absolutely yes. saying controllers and cables and all that shit for all of them lights cameras lenses it just keeps going. Let's yeah. keeps going and going. Let me tell you, you run into some difficulties like uh, the opening of Big Thing. Bob's camera was literally the drum head from Rock Band that will not fit in any size box. No, because of course not. No. What would it fit in? That's absurd. But uh, yeah, that's that's. I'm done talking about that. Hey, Bob, we played a pretty cool game last Friday. Yeah, what was it? Super Smash Brothers. Oh man, we played crazy. all crazy. Uh, it was during that stream that I went, hey, I think like, I think Smash Brothers is my favorite video game, but I would never think of that when you ask me because, in my opinion, I never think to go, I love crossover, and Smash Bros. is ultimately a crossover game. Yeah. But it totally is. I've sunk hundreds of hours into every installment, uh -huh. some of them thousands. Uh, it's an absolutely stellar franchise. Wa watching that stream... It was something every Nintendo fan denied at the time, but just looking at it, I'm like, 
Man, Melee sure is a way better game than Brawl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Brawl fans coped for Nintendo fans, not Brawl fans. Nintendo fans, because it was Omni, coped about that for up until Ultimate, pretty much, where I feel like everybody stopped caring. Yeah, I feel like the only people left who have really, really strong Smash opinions now that aren't just, yeah, Ultimate's great, are people who are really, really input latency obsessed to the point where it's like, Mario didn't move within two frames of me hitting the button. This game is worthless. <laughs> uh, and it's like, so none of these quality of life things matter? <laughs> none of it? Okay. All right. Um, but, but, you play, but you play Melee on a flat screen. You obviously don't actually notice. You're just pretending you do. If you really you, noticed, you would be playing on a CRT. <laughs> you've tied your identity to, to enjoying Smash Brothers Melee. <laughs> You need to have the Hello Kitty CRT and be dragging that around and playing Smash on it. Otherwise, you don't actually care about Impolency. You're a faker. Obviously. Um, Smash is great. What a, what a great series. When they added Sora, I actually, I actually cried because it was the first time in my fucking entire... Like, as long as Smash has been a thing, the assumption that Smash would continue was either reasonable... Or outright spoken. Right. And that was the first time that it's like, nah, this shit's done. And it, like, every Sakurai video where he talks about it is like, but no, really, that shit's done. Good luck to whoever makes the next one. Because it ain't me. God, that's crazy. <laughs> and, and, then, and then Namco's like, we're opening a studio to make the next one. Yeah, I still wonder how well that would go without such a details-oriented director. He I, said, I assume it will just be a port of, or just to upgrade yeah. to Ultimate. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with just buying Ultimate again in 4K. That's Yeah, like, just give me Championship Edition. Let's do it. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. That's the ideal. Right. The problem is if it's nothing. <laughs> just, what? You guys want that on an to be load faster or look better. <laughs> the, the the next Mario Kart is just you can boot into Smash Ultimate or Mario Kart Nine from the same cartridge. <laughs> no, it's becoming Call of Duty. <laughs> oh no! Somehow I feel like there's no way it could be that level of awful. <laughs> right? You installed the game. There is no game installed. You installed that game. Shut down this game. Play like that game. Please. I just want to see the campaign, sir. Um, it was interesting in the Sakurai video when he was talking about um because people had spoiled the cutscenes for Subspace Emissary online before it even came out. And he actually overtly said, Western game journalists did this. Ooh. Um he thought it didn't make sense as a reward for players to have those cutscenes in the game because they would just be spoiled. So that's why he hasn't done anything like that since. I mean, he yeah, did he's wrong. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, like that, I, that came that you you came to the wrong conclusion. I agree because then you can say like, well, YouTubers are doing that for every game everywhere. That's true. I mean, also it's it's different. A reveal trailer is different from seeing something that is even remotely in the context of a story. I mean, like, yes, they're different things. So mm -hmm. he, he basically said, I replaced the apple with an orange. They're both fruit. 
You both he, hold it in your hand and eat it. Yeah, but but he's trying to state that apples have been mooted. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is incorrect. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't. Sakurai is a very smart man. When you're I don't... when you're really good at something, you also tend to have weird idiosyncrasies that like only occur to you. Yeah, no, being an artist is thinking the soul of a thing is in a place that no other person but you would think. For example, I could buy a shitty camcorder, go point it at a TV and be like, this is analog gaming. And I would be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the point of that. The point of that isn't to just not even try and have a cozy time with a CRT. The point of it is to represent it as, as well as possible and have something really cool out of that. So I understand to him, he was making those as rewards for these moments in gameplay. And once that was removed by people posting it online to him, he was just like, well, I guess that's a lot of money to spend on a thing they're going to see long before the game's even out. Thank you, Western <laughs> game journalists. Which I remember that. The funny thing is I do remember they were just overt, like IGN's like, here's Sonic. She's like, that's the end of the game. <laughs> God. Yeah. Which I forgot the, the game journalist did do that until you mentioned that. Yeah, I, I really like the reveal trailers and I I don't know. I don't feel like I really needed something like that in the game. Maybe just because Brawl just... Like, we played through the story mode that you did only a few years ago. It's yeah. not great. No, it's terrible. It's absolutely rotten. That... He's correct in that those are a reward for playing it because it's the only good part of playing that. Right. Subspace Emissary is a really, really, like, there is no Kirby game as bad as Subspace Emissary. Yeah, that is just a fact. The melee, mm. like, what, are you going to canvas curse my ass? <laughs> no, I was, there's, there's that one Game Boy one that's like a Game Boy Advance one that's like a really bad Metroidvania. Oh, uh, it's like Till and Temple. I heard that Metroidvania from a man who doesn't even recognize the sound of his own voice or his opinions from years past <laughs> is the best Metroidvania ever made. I just remember playing and it's like, bring a hammer here. And I'm like, but if I, what if I get hit? Fuck you then. Go find <laughs> another hammer and come back. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. 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 He makes a good point. People are going to have to argue this out in the comments uh, to drive engagement because Papa needs a new car. Um, <laughs> God, could you imagine making money on YouTube? No. <laughs> I'm just living in that dream world. Person at the fucking cookout's like, Mr. Mr. Video Games, I can't help but notice you got three Cheerwine milkshakes today. And I'm like, oh, it was a good day. I upset people about Smash Brothers story modes. Yabba dabba dabba. <laughs> but what I was going to say is I was I, I kind of would prefer they brought back like the challenge mode from Melee because that was really cool. There's all the weird little missions. Oh, yeah. No, that shit's sick. Um, and I really like the boss fights that are in um in ultimate god it's hard to remember what world it's called of light because it's no world, world of light no, is the, ultimate no the the boss battles are at the end of oh you're just talking about classic mode yeah oh okay i yeah. wish that they had more of those yeah no that was those were awesome right those were really really great i still haven't played world of light yeah i remember liking it a lot but i it's it's really it it's a weird thing uh-huh like it's there that's it's kind of menial 
Like you're just going around clearing it out the map menial. because because your brain feels good when you clear out the map. It's, and that's about it's it. Le it legitimately like World of Light legitimately reminds me like of, of a mobile game where you like you load up the the mission select of like Fate Grand Order or Grand mm -hmm. Blue Fantasy where it's like nodes on a map. Then mm -hmm. and you get like the VN the visual novel chunk and then a battle. Like it reminded me of that, except there's no visual novel chunk even. Yeah. And the only thing that I really was going around for was every battle's like it's got the characters named after some actual video game character that's not in the game. Mm. Like they have this little seal for them. But then you, so it's like them making an approximation of that character with what is in the game. Right. And which that's is funny. really funny every time. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's not some interconnected story or anything. Right. Smash Bros. is really great. I could easily sink hundreds more hours into that game. But yeah. then they stopped releasing characters, so I stopped having an excuse to rope people in to <laughs> play it. Oh, yeah, like Paz's spirit. Uh-huh. How the fuck did they get away with that? I don't remember what that was. I just remember they were holding a bomb. <laughs> that's, that's the oh, thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, anyway. Hey, remember when we were playing Brawl on the stream and it wouldn't play any song but the Metal Gear Solid 4 song at the Shadow Moses level? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's because Metal Gear Solid 4 is new. Mm-hmm. <sighs> hmm. Anyway, I'm done talking about Smash Bros. It's a really great franchise. I love that thing. And it's so funny. It's the only video game ever made where the first game uses one controller. The second game uses another controller, and that's the controller for the next two decades. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably insane. It's, it's like if they made seven more Steel Battalion games, they're like, but you bought the controller, right? <laughs> like, every time I want to say something about Melee Purists, I just, I look over and see that I bought a GameCube controller and an adapter <laughs> with Ultimate, and I'm like, well, I guess they're right. <laughs> Well, I tried. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that controller is really great for Smash. Yeah, I felt like they designed the control scheme around that. So, which is weird because it's on the N sixty four, right? Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a great game. Hey, Bob, did you play anything else? Uh, I had time to boot up the beta for Undernight Embers two. Didn't you talk about that last week? With the no, that, that was the beta for Grand Blue Grand Fantasy. Blue. Oh, sorry, sorry. Very different. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't even get to play it online. I sorry. but it let you play. It let you play offline against people or computers. It was like, oh, this is great. So I messed with a little bit of the new characters. Like, oh, that's neat. But I, I, I had to start packing, so I played like a match and a half. So I can't really tell you anything I about it. I think I came over and he just like turned it off really fast. He was like, "Oh, Dan's here. He'll want to play. Fuck this. I'm gonna delete it." <laughs> he, uh, he, that that game should have the uh, like person entering a room button that I, Artanelico three, I think had that. I forget what game had it, but it had it had like a panic button that put up a fake weather report as like a joke. <laughs> Yeah, because Artanelico is like the is one of those RPGs that's also like has like dating sim elements. I think Gal Gun also had a thing like that in one of them. Oh, you know, Senran Kagura, one of the later ones of those had it. God. Yeah, this was on PS3, so I'm pretty sure it was Artanelico 3. 
That's Man, really funny. That's, that, that's sure a game franchise I'd like to revisit as an adult with like be able to actually understand what's going on beyond the surface level. But I'm like, oh, right. One and two have really bad translations somehow, especially two. And they're really bad to play. Like they're, they're, they were cheap on the PS2 where it's like, you made so little things, the combat, and this is so bad. Yeah, I remember seeing the boxes and being like, these look really cool, but I feel like I looked at the game plan and was like, no. <laughs> I can't believe it's low budget. You just said the game features a button to hide your play the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I guess. I guess Except for what I played. Hey, Chris, what have you been playing? Uh, I played several things. Uh, first, I shoved the entire Super Mario RPG remake into my mouth. Jeez. Just the entire thing. All of it. That game's not very long. Right. Yeah. I probably would have done that if, you know, we weren't moving. <laughs> Obviously, I won't talk about anything they added. Mm -hmm. Because that's the that's the, the golden stuff. It's bizarre to play. Because they redid all the menus and stuff. To be more modern hmm. but it's still the exact same game like one to one so it, it's it's this effect like imagine you were playing like final fantasy 6 and then you hit the menu button and final <laughs> fantasy 7 remake menus come up <laughs> God. like it, it feels like you're playing because they swapped all the ui out for the more minimalist stuff that's mm -hmm. hd so it's like this feels almost like I'm playing it in some bizarre rapper. <laughs> God, now uh, I want also, that insanely high budget remake of FF6 that looks like that. <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. Also, um, this game looks obscenely good. It's sure amazing what you can do when you see one angle of things. It sure is. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure in many cases the backgrounds are literally pre-rendered. Huh. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, I, it, I wouldn't be shot. I, I don't know, but the, the battle scenes certainly look like it. I'm surprised it's, they don't try to do any camera moves during the battle scenes. Uh, they bosses have like they showed it in the trailer, have like a tiny little cutscene attached to them mm. where it pulls in. And when you get a new party member, it sh does one with them real briefly. But other than that, they're not much of that. It's mostly just look how fucking good we made this look on the Switch. Uh, there, there was also reports of frame rate problems, but not really. There's like one or two spots in towns where it'll dip. Mm -hmm. It's it's Super Mario RPG. It's real good. Um, all the quality of life features, all the quality of life features, kind of kind of made you kind of make you even more busted. Ooh. We get two RPG remakes in a month that are like, what if more busted? <laughs> it's not deliberate like it was in uh Star in Ocean. Star Ocean though, yeah. except the way except the way that um that triple attack shit works is kind of busted. Cause it, you build a combo each time you successfully attack or defend with the action command. And you get buffs the bigger the combo is. You get stat buffs. So you just so it felt almost like I was playing Super Cream 64. Like it's like 
I this this these guys don't have a chance. It's a fucking bar for a broken game. Yes, that is the bar for a broken game. Is Super Cream sixty four? Real proud game bun because that's going to be my. Good, that's the creator of Super Cream sixty four because that's going to be my bar forever. Because it's like, what if we took a normal game, but you could fucking fly now? <laughs> what if Mario was Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> He looked at the level and said, Hoops, got a star instead of having here's, to do anything. Here's the biggest quality of life feature that completely changes the game, though. You can swap party members in battle. Oh. Oh, shit. You can just hit a button, not during Mario. Mario is per eternal. Yes, Mario is but, eternal. But, but the other two, you just be like, I'm just going to hit the button and switch them to, their, uh, to the person in the back row, one of the people in the back row. So everybody got a lot of play in this playthrough because... I can just pop them out. It's like, oh, these guys are weak to Malo shit. I'll just swap in Malo and have him what, hit him with What a Snowy. fucking concept. <laughs> it, it, and normally you have to hit start to do it. But if a character gets hit with a status effect that renders them useless, like sleep or uh, like mushroom, it's be like, do, do you want to swap them? Like that comes up when their term is up. Like, do you want to swap them or leave them in? That's really generous. Right. Yeah, it's suspiciously generous. <laughs> Agro, do you have any theories as to why they would be so generous? No, I just I have a memory of playing through Final Fantasy X, never trusting that I wasn't getting penalized for switching characters out. I'm like, <laughs> I'm building some gauge somewhere and they're going to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> My entire frame of reference for Final Fantasy X, other than Blitzball. Uh-huh. And things that involve Blitzball down the road. Right. And exploding. Uh-huh. Of course. Is a battle I've seen on YouTube. You, I showed you this clip because it cracked me up so much. But it was, Tidus gets eaten by a monster. And then one of the big dudes, who I can't even remember the name of, just bats the enemy away. And then they do a victory animation. Of course, <laughs> Tidus is gone. Because <laughs> he's still inside the monster. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking cracked up so hard watching that video. I'm like, and now the story changes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, that just just helps the fact of like, no, I'm just running over all these guys with like my with my lawnmower. They don't have a mm -hmm. fucking chance. Uh the script is very close to being one to one. Um. Huh. They retranslated a lot of characters' names because they didn't have anything to do with their Japanese names. They just right. completely changed them. This, they changed them to a localized version of their Japanese name. Like the one in the trailer was they changed Mac, that was already in trailers. They changed Mac the Knife to Clay Morton because he's a sword guy. Yeah. That uh, works. They changed, I, I feel like the only one I've heard that I don't like feel great about is Frog Fuchsius. I can't even remember what his new one was. Frog Sage. It's just Frog Sage. Uh, yeah. Here's Fuchs the bizarre one. Here's the bizarre one. Name. They didn't change Balom, who has a completely nonsense name that's a direct romanization of the pun in Japanese. <laughs> I mean, they just let that one rock. Part, part of me is like, good, <laughs> good. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, you can you can tell what all of the enemies are now, which was sometimes a little bit different, difficult in the original game. Yeah, you're just staring at it, going, "Wow, that looks." What is that? <laughs> uh, there's an alarming amount of enemies in this game that were apparently like black mage guys in costumes. <laughs> hmm. 
that's a huge amount of enemies that I realized this time that you couldn't tell in their original shit at all. They changed the way the inventory system works so it's no longer a Dragon Quest inventory. Thank you, God. All right. They removed uh they removed the item cap the level the, they removed the Thank coin God. cap. Oh, coin cap. Okay. No, the sorry, the level cap's still in there. You can't become infinitely strong. I'm sorry. What about what about item cap? Can the you... way it works is you can have as many different types of item as you want, but each item has a unique cap on how many you can hold that that's, will tell you when you hover over it. That's fine. Yeah. That's that doesn't feel as bad. Uh, which is funny because I watched a video last night of a guy beating. Can you beat Super Mario RPG if you can't level up, get any coins, or or if you can get if you get nothing from any battle? <laughs> and the answer is yes, but it wouldn't work in this new version because it involved him getting twenty seven rock candies before every boss fight via the mushroom <laughs> guy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you can only carry three rock candies now. Oh, jeez. Come on. What a terrible video game. But yeah, it's... It's crack. It gets real high. <laughs> it gets <laughs> real high. <laughs> well, Chris, apparently... <laughs> apparently, Star Ocean 2 got your parents back together and gas became a dollar a gallon. And <laughs> I think a Butterfinger was 25 cents or some shit like that. What did a Super Mario RPG remake do for you? Oh, it, it's not as powerful. Gas only is only $2 a gallon when you play this. I'll take it. That's fine, your, your, I guess. Your parents, your parents are still divorced, but it's still new and doesn't feel real yet. That's the... Jesus. So you're just living in the, oh, wow, I get two Christmases. This is cool. Yes, moment. That's, you're, you're right there. That's pretty cool. I'll take a dual Christmas. That's a good place to be at. A uh, couple other changes. They give you the signal ring as soon as they tell you that hidden chests exist now. Oh, thank you. Wow. <laughs> wow. That changes that a lot because... That came pretty late in the original, didn't it? Yes, it was. Yes, it was when you met Croco in Nimbus Land. Yeah. Yeah, it was like it's they're different like, in the, the game. And they're and just now, like, what if you wore this everywhere? And now he gives you the echo signal ring, which will which will do a hot and cold beeping effect. Ooh. In addition to telling you where the chest, like when, when a screen has a chest on it. Because the original just made a sound was like, hey, there's a chest in this area. In this entire this screen like, space, yeah. Yeah, and this 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 does a hot and cold beep. Um, this was this was really obviously because the switch doesn't load as fast as a cart, but they added fast travel. They added a menu you can open to go to anywhere in the world without like leaving and scrolling through all the shit, because it doesn't load as fast as a cartridge. Mm-hmm. It it loads pretty fast, but not as fast as a cartridge. You know what? You know it would help with that? A Switch 2. Because <laughs> for people who don't know, it has integrated decompression hardware, just like the PS4 slash 5 does. Mm. Probably closer to the PS5 tier than the 4. It also has a much better CPU, so it won't be throttled as hard. I mean, it's if they made it correctly like those, then loading shouldn't have to trouble the CPU all that much, which is fucking sick. I, th I think that's about all... They added in some, they added in like a, a journal in the menu that 
you can read little things about. But other than that, I think that's pretty much it. Like without all the post game stuff is good, really good. Like I won't say what any of it is, but it is all very good. Mm. I had a lot of fun doing it, and some of them really do make you sit and be like, "How do I deal with this with the mechanics of Super Mario RPG?" All right, twenty seven rocket. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> I'm 24 short. <laughs> the West has fallen. <laughs> um, Chris, I was going to ask you, uh, just shooting from the hip for a second here. How like how, do you think, and obviously this is non-committal, is this on your top 10 games this year? Probably. Probably. Is oh, Void, here's, is Void Stranger? Here's a, <laughs> I haven't played Void Stranger yet. Oh, okay. Here's a very good addition. They changed the animation of every attack so you know when you should fucking block. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. So so they retain, like, if a character, if an, an enemy in the beginning just wildly flailed and at some point in that wild flailing you were supposed to hit the button, they'll still wildly flail, but then at the end they'll, like, jab at you. <laughs> also, they way nerfed the Yoshi race. Damn. I did it on my first I did it on my first try this time. I'm like, well, I didn't even have to really make an attempt. Fine. It has an on-screen indicator now of for the course. rhythm it's supposed to hold. That's cheating. What the hell? <laughs> this is terrible. How could they do this to me? I finally how got good at it on so, our stream. <laughs> how could they make it how could they let <laughs> let people without good timing win? Exactly. Uh, but Let's move on from that. Okay. I streamed Psychonauts 2 the second time I played it to complete the uh, will my psychic power <laughs> seal Tim Schafer within the earth. <laughs> yeah, it's not as good as Psychonauts 1. Yeah. I didn't have a fresh playthrough of Psychonauts 1 in my memory when I played it when it came out, so I kind of gave it to this, but Psychonauts 1... The levels in Psychonauts 1 are all really different. Like, not just aesthetically, but the way you progress through them. Like, the first level is a standard platforming challenge. The second level is more of like a combat trial with that takes place on a giant cube and you walk around the sides. The third level is all about your the traversal ability they give you where you're rolling around on a ball and can hover with the ball. Like, level four is like you're a kaiju and you control entirely differently because you're a kaiju. Stuff like that. In this, every level is 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 a pretty linear platforming thing where you'll have like slightly more open areas where you do things and then linear platforms in the void type platforming. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't stick out as much. Like even if it controls better, the controls aren't such a big deal in the first game anyway because there's so little direct platforming. Yeah. Like there's almost there's almost never a time in the first game where it's like do this jump to progress. Mm -hmm. uh there's also a lot of combat rooms in psychonauts too like a lot way more than i remembered yeah there's a decent bit and enemies take too much damage they do that's true it gets especially especially egregious later on when they're like we're gonna throw every type of enemy at you in this fight every single one we came up with and i'm like but some of these don't make any sense to fucking be here <sighs> And they're like, fuck you, that's why. 
we're throwing two of the enemies that you have to hit with the slowdown ability before you can even damage them at you. It's it's not great, especially since the, the combat rooms just obliterate the flow of some of the later levels. Where it's like, no, this is this is like. This is the ex I should experience this level. I shouldn't have to constantly be doing combat rooms against guys. You're explaining the backstory of the plot to me. I'm getting into it. It's it has a decent atmosphere. You shouldn't be like, here's here's a blockade. Here's 50 guys. Kill them. Yeah, I mean that is eventually why I dropped it because it felt like while the story was good, I didn't really like doing what I had to in order to progress it. Also, man, every boss fight is bad. Microsoft, bright Microsoft sure gave them money to make the game worse. <laughs> According to Tim Schafer, uh, from looking at the game, I can ascertain that they actually caused a lot more things to be added to that game, probably. I mean, I mean visually looking at that game, you could tell it's not as cheap as the original amount of money they raised. Yeah, not, not even close. That, once again, looking at it in real 4K on the Series X is, or pretty close to 4K, is obscene. Yeah, it's Like, it looks gorgeous. unbelievably good. Mm -hmm. it, and it, I, I sure I sure keep thinking every time I play a normal game now, man, FSR2 sure looks like shit. Yeah, every game it does. that uses it sure looks like shit. Yep. But I have a chart here that says it's good actually because it has more detail. <laughs> I got a, a a sick note from Digital Foundry. You have to like the way my game looks. Is this the technical director of Immortals of Avium crawling up out of the ocean with cement boots still attached? Yes. Jesus. You guys you guys see that uh the, the director, I didn't put this in news, but uh, apparently the director of Immortals of Avium said they were talking to Sony and Microsoft about maybe getting on those subscription services. No. Oh my that God. makes sense. That makes sense. Like nobody's... Ever it's already dead. I would be stunned if yeah. in the past calendar month they sold... 10 copies of Immortals of Avium. Yeah. That We're game now going fell to Steam crust. for the all-time high of the last month of Immortals of Avium. Maybe it got put on sale for Black Friday. I'm like, I don't even feel like I saw those like tweets go out. <sighs> okay. uh, Psychonauts 2 also isn't as funny as Psychonauts 1. It They shied away from cruelty, even though cruelty is what is the basis of all comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, real quick, we're going to do some bets. Bob, in the last three months, what do you think the peak player count of Immortals of Avium was? On Steam, right? Uh-huh. 50 people. Chris. I actually know, so I'm not allowed to say. Aggro. Hmm. I want to believe. I want to believe it broke 100. <laughs> well, congratulations. Uh, All-time peak three months ago, 751. Oh, my God. That was launch. That was launch. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this seems like that is, too far that back. Is, that is, for the record, 6% of the peak of Forspoken. That's so sad. That game got... <laughs> We talk about bombs. Mm -hmm. That 
that's another level of being a bomb. I would be stunned if somebody didn't tell EA the numbers and they went, fuck you, you're lying. Yeah, they have the Sega Japan moment. You're lying. Why would I lie to you? I'm paid by you, right? Like, it, it's like somebody must have gone, no, fuck you. Games don't sell that little. <laughs> right? Like, usually you refer to a, a game doing this poorly, like, like as it cratering. But this is... You remember that episode of Batman Beyond where a reporter <laughs> got a phase belt and then he couldn't turn it off and he just fell through the earth? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's what happened to Immortals Vavium. Now, this is very funny because Digital Foundry did a video on it in the last week. Oh my God. In the last week. And if you look at the view count of every other video on the channel, Immortals of Avia video is like... Yeah, they because it's in the last week. Two or three at launch. Oh, they did four because it was. They kept doing them. It was crazy. It was. I kept sitting here. I'm like, guys, I am maybe the most aware of digital uh, of of Immortals of Avium, of anyone in your fan base. And even I'm like, what are you doing? No, no one cares this much. Let's see. Yeah, they certainly have done a number of videos. Their video from a few days ago. God, even the one from months ago is doing terribly compared to all modern videos. Yeah, of course. But the one in the last week has 70k views. And to put that in reference, I think their videos do, yeah, 160, 180. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, that's 60,000 <laughs> more people than will ever actually own Immortals of Avium. That means yeah. their brand new video that came out 12 hours ago on the game Teardown is flossing on Immortals of Avium. This feels like two unknown champions fighting it out <laughs> in the night because I feel like most people hear the game the game name Teardown and go, what? Yeah, I was like, Tearaway? No? No. No. Teardown. Teardown. You've seen it at, at conventions and you've gone, wow, that looks cool. Is it the game where you, you break stuff in an environment? Yeah, everything's breakable. That's okay. the game. Yeah, that one. The red faction mode turned into its own game. Yes. It has. Right. It is on consoles now. It has 20,000 more views than the Immortals of Avium video for the last week. No one cares about Immortals of Avium. No. How the, the fuck the did we get on this stuff? <laughs> FSR. The, the, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the combat kids of Psychonauts 2 are also very bad. I hate them. <laughs> I don't. How does Psychonauts have combat kids? They're they're not they're not literally combat kids like the, in the fact they're like child versions of existing characters. But in they like in the in the first chunk of this game, like Raz goes to the classroom, mm -hmm. and there's like the Burger King Kids Club of the new new kids that all stop being relevant immediately and don't show up again until the final boss where they pretend they're real characters. <sighs> Oh, and yeah. you can go hunt them down in the overworld and do side objectives for them. I'm like, fuck you, no. None, all of you, all of your gimmicks are terrible. I hate all of you, <laughs> except except the one that is the older sister of a character from the first game because she's actually kind of funny. Because her whole thing is she's Snow White but controls the animals through emotional abuse. Oh my god. <laughs> Also, it feels like it runs out of money at the end. Like, the, the final boss is like a big, like a monster inside a water tornado and controls water and has, and 
in cutscenes showing what they were in the past, like uses giant water snakes to like destroy cities. And in this, uh, you you stand on a platform and mm. shoot at her, mm. and she summons ads. Oh, that's that's cool. Every that's boss, boss has fight. an ad. Every every <laughs> boss in this has a fucking ad phase. It's really embarrassing. Even the ones that have a lot of money. I'm like, why do you have a fucking ad phase? Because it makes the fight longer, and that's good. Or <laughs> I played one other thing. I played RoboCop Rogue City. Ooh. That RoboCop that game came at game that came out recently. This game is awesome. Uh, firstly, they got the actor back, so they succeeded frame one. Yeah, that's important. Uh, this is set between RoboCop 2 and 3, I believe. Are there any scenes about Oreos? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> um, this is by, I forget the developer's name, but they made the, the, the relatively well-received uh, Terminator-skinned Fallout clone, like Terminator-skinned yeah. Fallout knockoff yeah. from mm -hmm. like 2019. Yeah. Uh, this is all, also kind of a Fallout knockoff. Because each mission, it's not an open world, but each mission is like a fairly large <laughs> chunk uh -huh. and has side objectives and side quests. <laughs> and you get dialogue options even. Yeah, but I've seen some of that. It's so weird for you to describe this as a Fallout Club because I looked at this game and thought, that looks cool, I want to play that. And I've never fucking thought that about Fallout. <laughs> the excited uh, RoboCop helps. It certainly fucking does! <laughs> uh... The fucked up thing is I kept, whenever I see NPCs in this game, I'm like, these are like if Bethesda NPCs looked acceptable. <laughs> I just don't Like multiple times I saw, the, I saw these NPCs talking, I'm like, wow, these look better than the NPCs in Starfield. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's, it's okay. This is just a Eurojank RoboCop video game. Why would oh, that? It's pretty pretty jank it is not I, i'm playing it through a friend's steam share it is not as we uh say stable <laughs> man imagine if id software helped optimize robocop instead of starfield that'd be interesting i bet it would look even better it'd look like a sony game uh you do level up you have you don't have like a skill tree you have stats that give you things when you've leveled them up to a certain number. Huh. Like, uh, like you have focus, which lets you do slow most bullet time, but you don't actually get the bullet time until rank two. You also, you have, you also have a bunch of things that cha can change how you progress. So there's actually replayability. This game also isn't very long. The per uh, my friend beat it and he's like, yeah, I, I did most stuff and it was like 12 hours. Okay. So you could actually conceivably replay it, which is good because there's a lot of times where it's like, well, I want to solve this case. I'm re I'm investigating the crime scene. Oh, I can't follow up on this clue because I, I need a higher deduction skill. Huh. Huh. Oh, I can't force open this door because I don't have high enough engineering skill. What's the skill to shoot a guy in the dick? Uh, I think it's I think it's just called gun. <laughs> Fantastic. No notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is a little bit of there is a little bit of like, yeah, I can pick up enemies' guns, but why would I do that? I have the Robocop pistol that has infinite ammo. 
I don't I don't want to I don't want to pick up the guys like semi auto like Uzi. I want to shoot him with the RoboCop gun. Uh you do get you do get like a Mega Man.exe style slot things into your gun minigame following a certain pattern. Huh. And it's 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 just stunningly confident for a Robocop branded game. It also it it also it everybody has a really good PS2 voice. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody sounds like a cartoon character. Like I haven't heard a, a a single I know who this voice actor is from something else. Good. Now we're like old school anime. <laughs> But yeah, the opening of the game is a newscast. Like the first line is a, a, a submarine, a U.S. submarine believed to be lost, uh, rose out of the ocean in this place today and and got panicked and set fire on a native reserve and killed them all. But they're having some rest and relaxation back home now. Welcome home, boys. Like that's the opening. <laughs> what the fuck? So so the, it has the RoboCop style writing also. Mm hmm. Which helps because not a whole lot of people do that well. Mm -hmm. God, I need to watch Robocop one again so bad. <laughs> is that is that your shortest counterattack? <laughs> no, it's, it's been like ten years, so it's been too long. <laughs> but yeah, thanks you get, for letting you get me walk and just tank the next Blast Blontent. That's that's good information to have. <laughs> you get to watch the uh, you get to watch like you get to walk around the police station. You get to talk to all like most of the characters like the partner you get to talk to and I think the dickhead from OCP is even there. Me, Chris, and Agro bring Glen Gary, Glenn Ross, and then you bring Robocop and we're like, we just have no idea who will win. <laughs> of course, uh, the, the votes are counted individually. You have to vote for me bringing it, Agro bringing it, or Chris bringing it. Yeah, you can't just add them up. Be now that'd be cheating. That'd be cheating. Even still, it wouldn't win, but... <laughs> this game's $50. I think that is $10 above what it should be. But 40 is very acceptable for this, I think. I think Darksiders 3 would have gotten a lot of slack if it came out at 50 instead of 60. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, but Dan, the standard is 70 now. So being 50 now is like being 40 then. I'm so tired. That's the of this. logic. You know it is. I don't I don't want to I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh but yeah, it's good if it if it manages to hold it, possible game of the year candidate. Ooh. Maybe on the low side of the list. It's also just fun to shoot guys in the head and their head explodes and it, and it pops up critical hit. <laughs> because again you're using the robocop gun <laughs> right and you're every step you make it's one of those sound design things i'm obsessed with every step step is thunk 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 yeah. and you have a sprint that is a slightly faster walk <laughs> but the but the opening of this game the opening mission of this game nails it it's playing the robocop theme you're blowing guys heads off you breach a door and whenever you breach a door, it goes into slow motion for like 10 seconds as you get 
through the door. So if there's a bunch of guys on the other side, you can pop all of them in the head. Just a they should this team should do a men in black game next. Exact oh, same scope and scale. That'd be so sick. That'd be really good. And then they can make a Death Wish game in the same scope and scale. <laughs> Although I think Charles Bronson is dead, so maybe mm. not. And Will Will Smith destroyed his life so he can be in the uh, Men in Black game. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> He's like, my son will do it. And his son's like, fuck you, dad. <laughs> He's like, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> But those those are those are the things I played. Hey Agro, what you been playing? Uh in in between attempting to grab a controller with both hands, uh, in spite of the affections of two full size hounds, uh, I did manage to cap <laughs> off the Talos principle too. <laughs> oh shit, that's great. Uh, that game it it absolutely stuck the landing. I was really happy. Uh, it had a great last area with like even then introducing new mechanics then i went back to do all the extra special gold door puzzles and decided nope i'm too brain fried to do the extra hard ones i will see you later yep i've had those moments with games where i'm like nah that was a great experience and i'm nowhere near on the level of that anymore because of that great experience we will see you maybe never but who knows I also picked up um, Star Ocean Second Story R. Oh. Now, I've, I've been hearing about this game literally for years uh, on this very podcast. And what I was not prepared for was, was after the opening. You know, you, you get a pretty JRPG opening where they're like, here's a battle. Here's how you attack things. Tooltip pops up. This is the block button. At some arbitrary point in the opening of that game, they're like, welcome to our skill system, fucker. <laughs> yeah. And they just drop all of it on you. Mm -hmm. Here's 86 different things to buy with these two currencies. Hope you read all that shit and remember it. I'm like, game, it's, I'm going to bed in a half an hour. Why did you do this to me? <laughs> that, as a kid, was the thing that made me go, holy shit, this world feels so enormous. Because I'm just getting crushed <laughs> under the knowledge of knowledge. <laughs> and and aggro, they onboard you more in this version. Significantly <laughs> I believe more. It. A lot of these menus feel like shit you'd get halfway through as a kid and go, wait, has this always been here? <laughs> <clears throat> I am I am excited to get farther in a game where every time something happens I go wait was that was that optional? I don't did that lead to a thing? Did I miss it? Did I already fuck it up? Oh no, did I already fuck it up? <laughs> also, I don't know how I never uh, absorbed that the main character is voiced by Spike Spencer. I didn't retain that information. And that was <laughs> So that I was got, only in the PSP one. That's why. I got yeah, they freight trained. Yeah. Yep. It's, yep. It's just him. And I'm like, has he been an incel yet? I feel like that starts pretty early. <laughs> like, thank you for telling me it's from the PSP one. I'm like, how is this? How old is this dub? Does he still sound just like that? Does he not age? 
Spike, Spike just sounds like he's working the convenience store even now. <laughs> we recorded it last year. Why? You can just hear him next to Reggie. <laughs> I feel like he still has almost the exact same voice for the newest Ava dub, so. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. just maintained that, it. That man does one voice, and he's real good at it. Also, um, I, I know this is a game that's got like a bunch of companion characters and a lot of them are optional and a bunch of wacky shit like that. And but but your main story character, Reina, like she she's great, she's fine. But I feel like I gotta be honest. I I spent the entire opening this game going, "Your mom's coming too, right?" <laughs> they she her mom did not have art before this game. I don't believe she does now. <laughs> Yes, she does. And I've seen a lot of people be like, Why, why'd they make her mom really attractive? That's fucked up. <laughs> well, they're trying to explain. Because she, she, well, her mom, so she's her mom's baby, right? So the, they, they went, well, obviously she got laid. We need to draw a woman who gets laid. <laughs> That's what the artist thought when they drew that. Like I, um, I'm looking this okay. up now. I need to know. <laughs> uh, minor story spoilers for the first hour of this old ass game that just re-came out. Um, <laughs> good God. It was a low point in my life. There was, uh, my, my grandmother owns a, a, a black mouth cur, which is a type of American hunting dog. Hmm. And ah. it, it's old and half death and has gray old man face. And it was sitting over on the couch when we get to the point where Raina starts talking about her backstory and where she came from. And she's like, oh, you know, she's, she's like, they, like they found me in the woods. She's not, you know, my real mom and out loud without being able to stop it, I went, so you're saying there's a shot of both of them? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and my grandmother's old ass hound dog, I believe in that moment, gained human sapience, <laughs> lifted his old wizened head and stared at me until I felt the appropriate human emotion of shame. Good. Good <laughs> that dog. Is what, that is what black mouth curs do because... <laughs> Because when, when I was younger, we had one. He's pa he's passed a long time ago now, but he had that same stare. He'd just come and stare at you. <laughs> Agro, that dog's a hero. He truly is. I cannot find a single picture of Raina Lanford's mother, apparently. This is the internet's denying me this. I now I have no idea. So now I just need to imagine what she looked like in the anime. Oh man, that's not That good. looks terrible. Yeah, it was that's like that's horrible. It, <laughs> it looks like a poorly drawn version of Pedro's wife from Excel Saga. <laughs> See, well don't worry, she did have art in the PSP version that was also terrible like all the art in the PSP version. <laughs> Ooh. Look, th this is just Sakurai's dream. You have to buy the game yourself and be rewarded for playing it with that art. <laughs> Thank you, players, for not posting the art online, which you totally did. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> oh, there's we. There's a tech tip in chat. Turn your safety safety filter off. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like I, I. It's not the official art I'm interested in anymore. Excuse me, I'm gonna go Google some shit. <laughs> God damn okay, let's see. All right. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. I think. Yeah, okay. I see. I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. All right. I see. 
<laughs> but that's all I've been playing. Well, shit. I think that means it's time for Podlords. Oh my God. Mm. Guess who's oh, come fuck. to dinner? The Podlords come to dinner. Guess who's come to dinner? Yeah, the Podlords come to dinner. Because it's big things to mention. <laughs> Do we need know? to call a doctor? You can't hear the music. <laughs> um, I know this won't be the case, uh -huh. but I hope that all the Podlords are just the grinning face of the <laughs> Green Goblin over the turkey from <laughs> Spider-Man 1. <laughs> no, they're not Green Goblin. They're just Norman Osborn. <laughs> yeah, two totally different guys. Totally different dude. I'm, I'm maybe getting a little distracted by how good this song is. We're going to have to, like, pivot this song to be a little bit lower key next week. A little bit, you know, less impressive. I mean, we'll need something to fit all the potteroos, so. Oh, you think they're next week? <laughs> I know they're this week. Yeah, they have to be. Here. They're already here. That's right. Oh, we're, we're talking about the Podlords. Oh, fuck. The Podlords were shooting from the hip on because I forgot to bold the text to the sheet to let me know which ones have images. That's right. We're talking about BN12, E. Broyles, Bountiful Blessings to you all. Red Blaze 27, Suzu Shiro. Rado, 101 Shades of Wonderful Remastered, WTF Spider-Man, Mr. I Like Spam, why did it do that? <laughs> <laughs> The time for her awakening is upon us. May God have mercy on us all. Oh, no. The time is finally coming to unfreeze you, my dear. <laughs> I've never actually seen that scene, so I have no idea as to the actual tone or canter of that delivery. <laughs> DFW3K. Muckbun. Bountiful blessings to you all. <laughs> yeah. Man, see, see, why didn't the bound art go into what Gene Courier was doing on the first Thanksgiving? <laughs> the first Thanksgiving? <laughs> Holy shit. That would have been better than anything that happened in that arc. Kristen, I just want you for my own. No, not again. It's approaching you, Bob. <laughs> Kyle Bjork. No bit. I'm just happy to have a better job after five years. Hell yeah, Podlord! Right? Let's Congrats. go. You do it. Cooper Tank. All the best escaping Florida gigaboys, but you ain't escaping me! No! Is <laughs> <laughs> approaching your location. <laughs> Feast your eyes. Upon this rat. Her name is Miko and she's my daughter. Aww. I still love Miko. Indigo Sykes. 
But anyway, congrats, Team Shiver, on another Splatfest win. We walk away, maybe even then shake hands. Evil Lucario. A raccoon ready for the trip. Got him. Got to take him to Gigaboot HQ. Get in. That is a very light brown raccoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shinji16 would like to remind you that you matter, you are valid, and you deserve to be happy. And yet, oh my God. you may diss your image. Right? What is... What? Why? Why have you done this? Apple Gothic wants to show off the majestic mustache on this guy. Ooh. It's quite a sash. What a, what a wise bird. The tri-stash. <laughs> the super mim. The hard M after getting 100 super jumps for the first time ever in Super Mario RPG. <sighs> that is good job. Was it worth it? I <laughs> All I can think of every time I tried it this whole playthrough was the Cyber Shell's Super Mario RPG video where he goes on a tirade about people who can do a hundred super jump. Like, you think it's easy because you lobotomized yourself with speedrunning videos and think you're the guy doing that. <laughs> Sarlene. Between Victory Gundam and Fire Punch, Timothy Fister is having a banner year for peak media that can't be casually recommended. <laughs> yeah. Fire, Fire Punch is insane. People talk about Chainsaw Man pacing. Chainsaw Man is glacial compared to Fire Punch. Bearded Joe. Cleochrome. Krunglespum. Behind the scenes, live action One Piece is delightful. I felt so bad for them that they're using Joy-Cons. <laughs> Joy-Con sideways is like, I don't even want to play Smash anymore. <laughs> Maybe they're not playing Smash. Maybe they're playing Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario Kart, that's tolerable. That's fine. Goodbye, Niceville. I'll remember you in therapy. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I just think of the episode where uh, you only, the Simpsons episode, you only move twice where they're moving. And Homer says, this town's been good to us. And then Bart leads up and says, no, it hasn't. <laughs> so I heard Neil was going to sell The Last of Us 2 again, but do you know what you should buy instead? <laughs> Todd, I already own every console. That's not true. I don't own any console versions. I guess I need to get on that. And you also, don't, you also don't own it in VR. Or the one true. they released for what? The, what was that voice activated That's not one? real. <laughs> yeah, that was a joke, Pop. I thought it was actually real, too. He has spent years falling for this. <laughs> I thought they made it real after that. Right? Chat, comment section. I need three cheer wine milkshakes. Get to it.
Food for Thought, Magical Mystery Tour is a valid translation of Makafushiji Shigi. I cannot say this anyway. Daiboken. What waking up to an undead unluck weeaboots felt like. <laughs> Thanks, BTD, and hope you'll enjoy it more in the future. I will when that season's done. <laughs> Escape from Nice <laughs> Alternate universe evil saber, but an idol. Excuse me, what? This doesn't even. At no point does this even register as saber other than the fact this text says saber. Huh. Yeah, did you love, end up in the Love Live universe and also transform her face? I don't... Look, look. There's a lot of shit that happens in Fake Grand Order, okay? Uh-huh. There's, like there's like a cross-country hot rod race. Right, there's, of course. There's... There's all kinds of shit. And, and at a certain point, you have to start allowing for looser tolerances on saber. <laughs> we can't we can't cram an infinite number of sabers into a finite universe. <laughs> Chris Wolfhard. Oh my God. No, I don't. Oh, I feel bad about the guy I got. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty bad. <laughs> Who are these people? These are bound. <laughs> Fuck. See, uh, I'm offended. I am offended that you would associate me with the character so stupid as to go. If I just leave Soifan alone, she'll die. Right. She's already gotten me with the. T if I touch you twice, you die. Power once. Instead of just running down the clock, I will go heckle her for no reason. Yeah. Thinking about sending people packages with stamps that may upset them. I don't know why anyone would get upset over this. <laughs> I do, and it's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much to our Podlords. Thank you, Podlords. Thank you, Podlords. Thank you, Podlords. And if you would like to become a Podlord and be thanked every week, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gvpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits, such as early access to Chugging Bleach and Pokemon Go to the Movies, our two monthly anime review podcast you also get extended and cut content from other shows we do when such things exist to be given to you and you also fund a show that happens once a month either a public show where we watch a horrible thing and talk about it and you get a and patrons get a private commentary track of that horrible thing or a private show where you get to vote on a thing that's good and then we have to watch and we have to watch and talk about that uh that is patreon.com slash podcast and it always helps immensely to tell your friends, rate us on Thursday, retweet our promo tweets on Twitter, rate us with a T on your podcasting app of choice, or like and leave a comment on this video on YouTube right now. YouTube, the algorithm doesn't care what kind of comment you leave. You can leave a bunch of periods, probably. Well, you know, you don't have to think too hard about it. Just, just, just tell us what you had for breakfast. It'll be fine. Yeah, algorithm loves it. Yeah, Patreon. just type in podcast. McDonald's. Just blow it up with McDonald's. <laughs> Maybe we could get a ball rolling. Maybe we could get the BTD meal. Huh? Yeah, pret <laughs> pretend it's that one. Uh, that one really funny trademark. Uh, that really funny cop patent everybody keeps posting, where the guy stands up and yells McDonald's. <laughs> it's a top tier spell in the next Dragon Quest. <laughs> You can only cast it by standing up and yelling it. 
you have to plug this uh, replica Famicom controller into the Switch too. The highest level of crackle is Mick Crackle. <laughs> Mick Zap. Yes. <laughs> Isn't there one that's just basically Kazert? Krizzed? <laughs> that sounds right. <sighs> Anyways, thank you very much for our problem. Uh, we got news. Um, hey, Agro, let's start with your news. Okay. Uh, interesting note. The ESRB has rated a Felix the Cat collection. Sure did. Uh, and I think it's just the NES and the Game Boy games. So, two-pack. What a collection. You have wow. fewer items than a McDonald's meal. Did, the, maybe, the they'll get the, hmm? maybe they'll get the, uh, the hacked Chinese game that's very offensive. <laughs> I mean, we can only hope. They're like, we thought we made this. <laughs> like, you don't want to think that based on what that is. I remember the NES Felix game being a really, um, like, surprisingly good thing Hudson made. Yeah, it was a surprisingly mm-hmm. good thing. I don't know if it was actually good, but I remember. It was I don't know what fucking other other Felix games there are. That'll certainly be a, a fucking news to me. Maybe there's a bunch of, like, British computer Felix games. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Maybe in England that was, like, their checks quest. They have a Felix first-person shooter. <laughs> Holy shit. Just a boxing glove on a, on a spring comes out. <laughs> yes. You big Felix fan aggro? Is that why you brought this in? I remember liking the Felix the Cat game on the NES, yeah. I remember. I'm, I'm excited to play it again. They, when I was very young, I went to a hotel. And the hotel had a cross promotion with the hotel chain, uh-huh. Sonic the Hedgehog, and yeah. Felix the Cat. Yeah, it was all one big group. Yeah, that's so weird to even think about. Like how those it's, things all connect. That's that makes me think of the uh, of the PC collect Garfield Sonic collection for PC. <laughs> that was like the PC oh, ports yeah. of like Sonic One and Two and the the Genesis games for. So Garfield, fun. I'm also I'm also very terrified that us talking about Felix the Cat so much will somehow result in us having to watch Fritz the Cat. Oh. Mm. Hey, Agro, do you know I, whose fault that would be if uh, we had to? I was gonna say, I think Dan's got a veto on that one. <laughs> <laughs> he he will try to kill me if any content forces him to watch that. <laughs> um. I don't know. Maybe that person just saw too deep. They they saw past the surface and the material to see how Sonic the Hedgehog is Felix the Cat. <laughs> and also they both love the Ramada. Oh, yeah, the Ramada and That would make sense because of Felix's inclusion. There is nothing about the Felix the Cat IP handling history that isn't fucking weird. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's really the, what I'm mostly excited about for them re-releasing the NES Felix the Cat game. I'm like, okay, but where's the other shoe? Right? <laughs> They're like, we got the Bubsy devs to make a new Felix the Cat. I'm like, oh, no, it's not the same. No. It's not the same. It's just a cat in a video game. <laughs> we, we, oh my God, I'm blanking on the name. What's the name of the cat? platformer the cat venture game that came out last year straight they get straight to have felix the cat in it jesus i would i would replay that in a heartbeat yeah same (laughs) that game was good (laughs) 
So uh, our next story has to do with law in Britain. So if I say anything wrong, please uh, excuse my American terminology. But mm-hmm. Sony is facing a... Nothing ever called it a class action lawsuit. I keep reading mass lawsuit, which I guess might be a, a difference in me- mechanisms or terminology mm. uh, of up to 6.3 billion pounds, which is 7.9 billion actually went to the moon units uh, <laughs> <laughs> over. It's uh, it's basically the same thing Epic and Google are, are fighting over, where if you buy something on a PlayStation, you have to use the PlayStation store. Mm-hmm. And since the PlayStation store takes a 30% cut, they're alleging that that meant consumers had to pay more than they would have if they could buy it from somewhere else. Uh, England's, let, let me get the name of the body. The Competition Appeal Tribunal has finally stated that this case can go ahead, despite Sony's lawyers uh, arguing that the case was, quote, flawed from start to finish and should be thrown out. Uh, th- this is interesting in that uh, that Sony Epic, Sony Epic, that Google Epic thing is still going on. Like, these yes. are the kinds of legal precedents that are going to shape the next 50 years of how you spend the meager money Amazon allows you to retain control of. Mm-hmm. God, it sounds like he's speaking generally. Uh-huh. But as you know, and I know, Twitch is owned by Amazon, so he's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these companies all need their teeth kicked in until uh, they give us any sort of consumer rights on the platform. No, it's true. There's still no way to return PlayStation games. That's true. I know because I still have Koi Koi Double Up. <laughs> right? Bastards. The bastards. Yep. Well, I look forward to uh, more trials like this and other things that go, hey, what the fuck? Because <laughs> we sure didn't do enough of that in the last 20 years of uh, Silicon Valley companies ruining our goddamn lives. It feels like, yeah, all of this stuff is there's been precedence for for 20 years now. Why are we only legislating it now? Mm-hmm. Like, this uh, is one of those things like because Sony's lawyers, they're they're asserting like what? It's it's our platform. Of course, you have to buy from our store. And Like, no, that's. That only sounds normal because you somehow got away with doing that in the first place and nobody noticed. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I... mm. Okay. Wait till Uh, somebody sues them and is like, why do you have to approve software before it can run on your platform? The consumer bought it. Uh, to make sure it doesn't damage their goods. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Give me yellow dog Linux back, you fucking cowards. <laughs> no, it's true, though. Do it, you fucking cowards. I love that anytime this happens, right? It's like, oh, they're finally suing us on this basic, like, right we're infringing upon. The fucking lawyers at these companies always have to go, write them a letter telling them they're spineless idiots who are soy. Yeah, just fucking write that and send it. Maybe they'll buy it. <laughs> Every time it's like, uh, the tribunal says we are in fact not gay, as you have alleged here in your submission. I mean, that he is, but like you wrote it with an H-E-Y. We're not sure what that means, but we're not whatever. Is that like way? Giant tech company. I have already submitted to the court that you are the soy object and that I am the sad. That is state's evidence, bitch. (laughs) The fucking, the fucking, 
fucking lawyer literally becomes a real life Wojak screaming and crying. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a real life becoming art moment. Uh, let's move on news wise. Uh, I don't come here to, you know what? Then fuck it. I'm not doing this first. Uh, Hey, we forgot to say at the beginning of this, uh, everyone who listens to this, you all came out and did an, a, a stellar job of making us hit that goal, which yeah. it looks like we were going to get nowhere near it. And then we went a hundred points past the goal, right? Like you all went insane on giving like higher tier subs. So we got that. And now for the next year at minimum, we get a dollar more. We get 40% more money per sub. So that's insane. And it's so helpful. Thank you so much. The move is so expensive at all. This is scary. Yeah. Uh, so we really do appreciate all the support. Okay, and now I can talk about the bad news. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to remain optimistic on this. However, the director of many housemark good games, uh, like Nex Machina and Returnal, two of the best games they've ever made, left housemark for people who didn't notice or pay attention. Uh, Housemark became a big studio, and Sony's mm-hmm. like, they're going to be on the cutting edge of next gen AAA development. I'm like, that's fucking Housemark. Do you do you know what they've made largely? What are you fucking talking about? I'm not saying they're a bad studio. I'm saying, what are you gonna fucking do to them? And he he just left. So that's really fucking concerning. It's okay. Yeah, so I'm I, sure I, they saw the Matterfall guy. <laughs> We're, we're we're in the we're in the phase where I I I would not be ex- surprised at any closure or leaving of anybody at Sony at any time for like the next year. Right. Yeah. It's like we're in it. Like unless your ass is working on Wolverine, I don't know what might happen to you. It does sound like we got some rumblings a month ago or whatever that a bunch of the different studios at Sony were just deeply frustrated over working on live service games. And it's like, guys, guys, you know why you're in first or second place? Who knows? Too close to call. Uh huh. Because you're making good single player games. Yeah. Maybe don't get rid of all the people who did that. I, 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 don't, th- I don't think it's too close to call because uh, they have one sixth as many games with over 10 million copies sold as Nintendo. I don't think that's close. Well, then we get into debatable things like PlayStation Plus has a higher attachment rate and it's 100% profit. So I don't like what are like if we're talking game sales. Sure. I was talking about the broader console race. That's why I don't care because it's too many fucking metrics. But anyway, point point was. They're not Microsoft, if that's the way you need me to phrase this, because they ship good quality games. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to scare off all the people who made that possible for you. And yeah. Yeah, you already you already blunted the incredible momentum you had coming into the into the PS5 with fucking Jim Ryan's brain dead vision for the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost a whole year of just nothing. Oh, the, what are you talking about? There's one game, Spider-Man. Yeah, what a good third year for a console. They got right. They they had they had several second or third party exclusives though, some of which they helped in development on. A little bit. I mean, I mean, sure, but that's still not like for Sony and most companies. That's not enough. Imagine Nintendo Switch from what they're doing to the sentence you just said. Right. 
but yeah, their their main thing is like they ship VR. They shipped the Horizon game for VR because of course they did. And then they supported like a few different high profile VR games and some Square Enix exclusives. And is that it? I think that's it. I think so. So like that's not like Spider-Man sold well, sold really well. Like at very least in the US, it seems like it sold better than a Mario game, which is fucking insane. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, I'm going to move on. I don't want to, I don't want to spend a huge amount of time talking about, man, Sony has a bad direction. They should uh, not. Yeah. Uh, the N64 Mr. Core has now implemented that buffer, the TLB that was not implemented before. It's got about 40% functionality, which is enough for the Super Mario 64 intro face to work. <laughs> uh, and some other games are working now too. So it's continuing to get better. Incredible. As this feature gets more implemented. Uh, seemingly, Paper Mario works now. Cool. So I'm looking forward to the next time we stream the N64 Mr. Core and get to recheck those games that didn't work at all before. <laughs> uh, my last bit of news here. Uh, Game Maker is now... It now has a free non-commercial license. Meaning if you're just going to fuck around in Game Maker and make cool shit, you can do that. If you don't intend to sell the game, you can do that. The making a game uh, tier of it is a one-time license fee. It's not a subscription. Okay. Yeah, it's $99. Uh, so $99 is 99 cents. Uh, and that's pretty good. It actually covers publishing like on PC entirely and all these other things. Okay. Uh, the only reason you need to not have one of these two tiers of licenses is to get up to the enterprise uh, tier, which allows you to do those console exports. Because, you know, once again, the consoles have NDA stuff, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. If you're making, if your game's popular enough to need a console port, then maybe you have the money. That sort of thing. And then that's, uh, what was it, $80 a yearly? Uh, interesting thing, though. The people who run the Twitter account for the Godot engine. Yeah. We're like, so open source, question mark? And they're like, we have more to announce. So that's really interesting that they would even imply that at some point Game Maker might open source any level of itself. Yeah, that seems crazy. Maybe they're just going to do it on like an old version or something and <laughs> just be like, that's forever. You, you giggle, but that's literally what id tech was. Yeah. That's why Quake's code is in everything. <laughs> Uh, so that would that would be really interesting and really cool. Um, yeah, I'm no longer seeing the stuff like I know back when I looked at a game maker like eight years ago or something. They were like, like pay for 60 frames per second. Yeah, pay for like really basic. Just you need to compile the game better. <laughs> like this, this lets you actually compile it well. <laughs> Did you want to optimize? Excuse me. <laughs> what do you? What? <laughs> I'm using I'm using Game Maker. I'm not here to optimize. I'm here to have a 1700 if thens in this singular room. Yes. And that man's name was Toby Fox. <laughs> um Man, if only Toby Fox could afford the $10 to make Undertale 60 frames per sec. Yeah, it's unfortunate he couldn't shell it out. I wouldn't be surprised if they literally didn't even have a version that ran at 60 back then, but I don't actually know. Yeah, who I knows? don't actually know. Um, 
for people who don't know the marketplace currently the forerunners are unreal engine which is recurring license mm-hmm. unity which uh, we've talked enough about that nightmare <laughs> yes uh game maker which i just described their uh thing in godot engine or godot uh which is how it's spelled if you're trying to look it up uh which is open source and free completely and looks more and more promising every year. It's been really funny looking at, like, what's new in version from one year ago? And they have really basic things listed. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I cannot imagine. And weirdly enough, things you've played on a console have been made in Godot Engine. For example, Sonic Colors Ultimate. That's still insane. Yeah, that still doesn't make any sense to me how... Why did they do Why did they do it? I don't know. Why, how did that make sense? What does that mean? How did they shove the original Sonic Colors into Godot Engine and then make their own way to port that to console? I would really love to pick the brains of people who work at Sega on Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) If I could get one wish, it would just be like, get to ask an infinite number of questions to anyone who's ever worked on Sonic. And like you have a Wonder Woman lasso of truth, they have to tell you. (laughs) They have to tell you everything. Uh, but that's it. That's uh, the end of my news. Let's uh, go on over to the Chris news. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me roll that back. Speaking of Wonder Woman's lasso of truth, Chris, do you have any wonderful news? Wonder Woman full news this week? There it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, according to Monolith, that is the monolith that made uh, like Blood and Shogo and the Shad the Mordor games, not Nintendo Monolith. Um, Wonder Woman is not a service game. It's not. It's not. They promise. <laughs> Presumably, they just they just need to ruin it with microtransactions, like every WB game has been ruined recently. So that's why they needed a live service person, I guess. But they promised. They promised that it was not a service game. Look, until they get a bunch of game journalists to sign a wall saying that it's not a live service game, I'm just going to keep doubting it. Have you seen what players are doing to Mortal Kombat 1? No. Apparently, to get the stuff from Season 1 and not pay money for it, they're changing the dates on their consoles, what? doing shit in the game, and then changing it to modern. It's like, oh, you did it on Season 1? Good job. Here you go. Jesus. <laughs> That's really good. God. Mm. Yeah, I... The, ch- the chance this isn't a service game, possible, okay? Right. The chance this won't have some fucking weird vendor who will give you a thing you definitely need for money. Real fucking money. Yeah, that's pretty high. I feel like that's that's definitely going to happen, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe we'll actually see it come Game Award time. Maybe they'll be like, hey, it's not a service game. Here it is. It's a real video game. That's not happening, though. <laughs> I'm just imagining the fakest trailer, like the Seven Deadly Sins trailer for mobile, <laughs> but for Wonder Woman, and she owns a guy who's being racist in public and high five someone, and then the trailer ends, and I'm like, what did I just watch? What the fuck? Well, to be, to, to be a- if, if they want to be accurate to New 52 Wonder Woman, she has to throw the lasso on someone and force him to admit to cross-dressing and then shame him publicly. Oh! oh. Holy shit! I, I don't know if that was included in the animated movie adaptation of that story. Woof! I haven't seen the animated movie version, but yes, that is the first story arc of the New 52's Justice League, I believe that is where that happens. 
I always hear New 52 is bad, but come on. New 52 I feel like I remember trash. her being kind of supportive when he came out with that. <laughs> <laughs> Once he started getting blown up on Twitter, she was really supportive. Because he, he admits to wearing a Wonder Woman outfit. He said it makes him feel powerful. She said, you know, it makes me feel powerful, too. Yeah, but she does that because uh, uh, he's protesting militarized superheroes. Ah, uh, shit. There's so many layers to this story. The room is spinning. <laughs> yeah, uh, su- uh, surprisingly, there's a reason that nobody reads comic books anymore. <laughs> is that reason anyway, because he- they don't like trees being wasted? Please say yes. Here's a really here's a really good story. Uh, okay. There's next week. There's supposed to be a Dragon's Dog Matug like gameplay showcase. Well, it turns out that the, the release date has supposedly leaked ahead of that, uh, which is and, and I believe it was also rated in one of those countries where we get the ratings like right before they announce the date. Yep, I think so. So it is March twenty second, two thousand twenty four. You excited, Bob? It's pretty close. I'm I'm pretty excited. I'll have to see this this gameplay reveals trailer stuff though to know if I should actually be excited. Is every gameplay trailer a gameplay reveal? Because they always showed gameplay. I know, right? They they did. So whatever we're, they're calling it is, I don't remember what they're calling this we're event. Revealing gameplay showcase. Showcase. Okay. We're revealing a new gameplay. It's the really fake Wonder Woman trailer where the Arisen <laughs> cancels someone in public for being racist. And I go, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> Every one of these look like those mobile game ads that are for the Mafia games. And then Wonder Woman runs away from a guy who's horny for her and he gets eaten by his zombies and yes. she has a dummy gun and gets in a car <laughs> anyways this is a tennis game <laughs> <laughs> who is the dragon <laughs> i think the car was the dragon I, it's not clear oh man hey bob that's the end of chris news would you like to arise into your own news segment sure uh, you know you going forth that'll make you the last of us to talk mm. about news that's that's true, Dan. And that's good, because I have The Last of Us Part 2 news. Oh, thank God. We have news about that game that shipped years ago. I'm so excited. Bob, tell me all about The Last of Us news. It's The Last of Us 2 remastered. Coming to PS5. Mm. Uh, it's a $10 upgrade for owners of The Last of Us Part 2. Okay. So at least they got that reasonably right. They uh-huh. didn't. The, it, it feels so fucked up now these upgrade pass because now it's just uh, that this this is like a forty dollar tax if you're not suitably enthusiastic enough as a consumer. Like, it just feels like an idiot tax for people who don't understand how this shit works enough. Oh yeah, so you're saying someone who's like, I can only get it through that version, right? Yeah, or just like a parent. Well, I guess a parent wouldn't be buying their fucking kid. I guess they could buy their adult child. The Last of Us Part Two as a gift. I mean, a parent absolutely would buy their child The Last of Us. They would be like, "I watched that on HBO." It's based. <laughs> it's, that's how it, the it, Southern we're, we're dads just... who go to eat uh, GameStop sound nowadays. They're like, I, "I want The Last of Us Part Two. That show's based. My ten-year-old Timmy's gonna play it. <laughs> like, they he's could, gonna be like, they Gay women." <laughs> oh wait, no, actually, the Bill episode exists in the HBO show. Okay, yeah. we're in the we're in the clear. We're in. The... <laughs> I just. It's just this bizarre thing, like, you could sell it for $40. Yeah, I don't know how much it costs alone. 70. I, seven, God. 
Of course. That's what I thought of course. it'd be. But that's ludicrous for a how many years old game? Three. I mean, it doesn't matter. You just said years old. Yeah. At the point where you're saying it's years like, it's old. It's like why the I... greatest hits version. It's more expensive than the original release. Yeah, that's yeah. why I call it like that's why I call it like a tax for people who aren't as informed. It's like so bizarre. It's like you can buy the old version for twenty bucks and pay ten dollars to have like a digital upgrade or seventy. It's like why didn't you just make it forty? Yeah. You'd probably you'd probably sell some to people who want a PS5 version on their shelf if it was forty. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you'd probably end up making more money than this current structure you've built. And announcing for the Last of Us Part Two remastered the collector's edition that comes with one of Abby's biceps. It's just a statue of just the arm. And I'm it like, ah, should- oh, fuck. <laughs> It's the funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen, but it's three hundred dollars. It, it should come with like a plaster finger representing the finger that Abby bit off. <laughs> Teeth marks. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, this does add a lot of things, such as uh, they're adding a roguelike mode called No Return, which is literally like. You go through different lo- stages that are auto-generated of Last of Us content, so combat rooms or stealthing rooms, and you get power-ups for each time you beat a phase. So they change out like in roguelike. That's cool. That could be like assets and things they left like on the floor when they kind of, kind of canceled the multiplayer. You know, you just got some rooms and stuff, and occasionally you walk in a room and there's a developer who's just muttering to himself about <laughs> how much making that and it getting canceled sucked. <laughs> He's just quietly like, this, this room was going to be so great. And you're like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dan, that's a separate mode. Oh, okay. Oh, no. I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Uh, um, but the roguelike mode also has more, more playable characters. I said characters that are played in The Last of Us before, so presumably not just uh, Joel, Ellie, and <laughs> Abby. Joel's brother. Joel's bo- brother from the second game. <laughs> These are Those are two yes. different characters. <laughs> Abby's pregnant girlfriend. One of the seven people. No, Ellie's pregnant girlfriend. One of the seven people Ellie murders. <laughs> That guy who punched the child. <laughs> There's such great characters in The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, I, I want a trailer cut to this commentary. <laughs> uh, they're adding a t- gu- guitar free play mode. So you can just play the cu- guitar in different venues and different characters. Unfortunately, the only song you know is Freebird. All right, and this is what I was talking about before. You can explore cut content levels from the original game with developer commentary. It's like, oh my god, I'm how really much? Tempted. How much of this game was just left on the floor? Because this game was made for so long. It was made for a really long time it, for it's Naughty huge. Dog. Huge. It's yeah. like twice the size of The Last of Us One. Yeah, it's enormous already. So I'm really curious. Mm-hmm. So I may have to buy. Puts on the clown nose. I may have to buy a disc copy. Of Why the last a disc copy? Well, no, no, for the original, yeah. like the, doing that. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, for the yeah, PS4 yeah, version, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I need the white label on a game that I don't even love. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's just go to go to Best Buy now and get elevated. Yeah, that's probably before Dan, they you... jack up the price. 
You don't what? get to act incredulous at me being shot considering we had to talk you down from buying a series as for reasons you still can't explain. <laughs> oh, I can explain those reasons. You just won't agree with them. <laughs> yeah, put on the tinfoil hat and break out the reasons. Look, the moment I feel like turning on chat, we just changed the, the, the... No, this Sonic game's getting played on the series S. <laughs> Anytime I'm mad at Bob, I go, no, Bob, we're doing Halo and you have to play with us on the Series S. And he's like, I have a PC. Let me play on the PC. And I'm like, no. We found our Xbox One X and we had a moment of, holy shit, when will we ever use this? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Then we had a different moment. This moment was way funnier when we found the box for an Xbox One S and we went, wait. <laughs> We owned one of those and we had to do detective work to remember how the fuck that happened because for anyone who missed it, we didn't get an Xbox One until the One X was out. So we bought that. But here we are looking at the empty box of an Xbox One S and we go, that doesn't. And that's when I remembered one of my LG OLEDs came with it <laughs> and, and we traded it in immediately. I was able to use that box as packing for. Ooh, nice. So you use the filler. Xbox One box uh -huh. for packing. That's great. It's great. That's that's great. Uh, I did not use the Series X's box. No. Because the Series X box makes that thing like five times as big as it needs to be. The Sony box, weirdly enough, is approximately the size of the PS5. Mm -hmm. Like it adds a little bit of volume, but not much. Meanwhile, the Series X box is like, what if it was four times the volume? And I'm like, Dude, I will cover in bu bubble wrap. <laughs> we are fine. Anyway, I'm rambling. You have other things to talk about about this yes, game. Yes, it also has a director cutscene commentary that has Neil Druckmann, the narrative lead, Haley Gross, and then actors Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson, and Laura Bailey. Man, uh, I sure I sure hope they recorded all that already. I Yeah. I, you mean that... There's current events that Neil Druckmann has very you don't want to put him in front of a microphone talking about it stances mm. on. Uh yeah, they would they would have this done by now if this leaked. I don't I don't think they would actively be still doing that end of it, probably. Because it sounds like this thing's launching early next year. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we didn't get an exact date. We got uh... a yeah, I, I think someone leaked that it was early next year. I bet we're gonna find out at Jeff Keighley's show. Oh, definitely. Oh, January nineteenth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, so yeah it's one hundred percent recorded already. Yeah. Good for them. There will be uh, new unlockable outfits for Ellie and Abby. Uh, there's a speed run mode, which I'm like, for a Nightyard <laughs> game, what? Yeah, they, they've done that in the past, too. Like, Uncharted 4 has a timer for speedrun mode, and I'm like... That's so insane, because there's so much... Like, it, it, I assume it doesn't do anything to cut out the no. walk and talk. Yeah. No. So it's like, who? Someone. I don't know. I've never once seen someone speedrunning Uncharted. Right? Uh, and then for the just visual upgrades, it's got native 4K output on the fidelity mode, uh, 1440p upscaled for the 4K performance mode, uh and an unlocked frame rate option for TVs that have VRR. Good. These are good options. Good. Right? Like, this I, This seems like the collection that you would want. Uh, collection of one game? Of one game, yes. This version yes. that you would want. This, 
this seems more justified in its existence than The Last of Us Part 1. Yeah. Yeah, if that had all this director commentary and deleted rooms and stuff, that would have been anything. But it's, it's also a lot more justified than the director's cut of Ghost of Tsushima, which barely improved load times, barely improved fidelity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, sh I would sure like this director commentary thing to become more standard for games than being any game I give a shit about at all. Yeah, it's really sad that this is happening for Neil Druckmann and The Last of Us Part Two. Real quick, I, uh, you know, I, you, everyone knows I'm not usually the type to grouse about fucking game awards categories, but every year chaps my ass that best direction means a game with pretty cutscenes. Yeah, though, the, the idea of best direction, best game, it's like, well, I mean, the best directed game is the best game, right? So what's the point of this? Well, no, because exclusively every single time, it's like Mortal Kombat 1 has really high fidelity models and voice and mocap actors and stuff and photogrammetry for the models and stuff. So that's that's best direction. And I'm like, yes, direction. It literally means movie like, fuck you. Yeah. You, you, you could at you, least call, say, cutscene direction. Right. Cinematic direction. Performance direction. There are all sorts of words you could use, you supposedly literate people. <laughs> it's it's it, like, again, it's pointless to complain about the VGAs. Uh -huh. And if it you is. want to complain about the VGAs, get your friends and do a stream where you give your own game awards. It, it, who cares? Get it mm -hmm. out there. I yeah. endorse that. And I am... It's becoming increasingly dangerous to say what I'm about to say, which is that I agree with Jonathan Blow, comma, <laughs> uh, when he said that the VGAs are like if the Oscars gave gave it to Transformers every year. That was the one correct thing he's ever said. I wasn't going to bring up Jonathan Blow. This is your fault. <laughs> so from my Watch Later playlist from years ago, a video emerges. Okay. Much like Apocalypse Now, or for people who haven't seen a movie in their lives, Death Stranding, where he comes up out of the oil. Or, uh, this... or Shadow of the Tomb Raider, when Lara rises <laughs> up out of the water to kill that guy. <laughs> this video comes up out of the ooze for my Watch Later playlist. And I don't remember the title of the video, and I don't think that's especially important. But it was a video about what it means to make a video game and what it means to program that the only speaker in the video is Jonathan Blow. And the things he says in this video are nonstop hilarious. <laughs> it's so good. There are so many statements he makes where I'm just like, working with you must be a nightmare. <laughs> He's like, sometimes I go into a um, state, you know, it's like how I imagine music or arts made where, oh my God, you know, it's kind of like when you're driving your car and you don't remember the drive, but then you, you're where you're at. I do that, but for programming. So sometimes I start programming and then it's done. And I don't, I don't know what I did there, but it's done. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, so I bet your notes are great. Yeah, right. <laughs> I bet people love reviewing your fucking code. <laughs> there, 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 there were a lot of things like that. He compared it to interpretive dance. There are a lot. It was, it was mm. nonstop comments that got me going. <laughs> I was like, oh boy. Well. Wow. And then, of course, he brought up him making a new programming language multiple times. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I got other news here. Oh, cool. Um, So, Rusted Moss, that Metroidvania I played at the beginning of the year, where you have, like, a grappling hook, 
uh, and it's all about using it to traverse the environment. Uh, that's coming to P or PS5, Xbox Series, and Switch spring next year. And they're doing a major update that's going to be the, like the base version on the consoles and get, get adding to the PC as an update. Ooh. It adds two new whole areas, three over 300 rooms, a boss rush mode, in uh, a new playable character called Maya, and she's apparently it's going to be like a Richter mode where there's no story or anything. Just like, hey, plays this new character, it's fun, cool. And it, they say it's like seven or eight hours extra content. I was like, good lord, that's a lot. Yeah, uh, that's. I think I'm your only co-host that remembers <laughs> the game you're talking about. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I know exactly. How dare you? What game. I remember it after I googled it a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's good enough. Uh, rusted Moss, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. That's uh, that's cool. That game looked really neat. Yeah, it's like in a post-apocalyptic world, you play as a uh, fey girl who is deciding what should happen to humanity. It looks like a lo-fi pixel art, sort of like um, I guess you would you would call its post-apocalyptic genre almost almost near Automata, a little near, yeah, because it's green. It's very green. yeah, it's mossy. And you have a gun. And rusty. And you have a gun. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's all about using physics on your grappling hook, which gets ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That was that was when you were like, I'm not sure if this is possible with my current ability set, but I could do this thing. Mm -hmm. And it seems like it's Yeah, the whole good. game is about cheesing through it. Like, you can play in literally any order imaginable, I bet. <laughs> That's always good for a Metroidvania. Like, it's honestly the most open Metroidvania I think I've ever played. <laughs> So that's spring next year, Rusted Moss. Yep. Cool. Uh, Street Fighter VI did a big thing now. <laughs> outfit 3 for all the main characters, all the base characters, uh -huh. will be out December 1st. This is what they announced. They showed off artwork for it three or four months ago now. Yeah. So people were like, where is it? It's been months. And now it's like, it's out next week. <laughs> yeah. I uh, really like that fan art I saw on Twitter. I think you retweeted it, where it was Akuma <laughs> just holding a box full of their third outfits, and they're all sad. Yeah, all the DLC characters have to wait for Akuma to come out to get their third outfit. Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, I don't know if they announced the price. They didn't see that. I'm I'm very curious, because these are really good outfits, honestly. I really like Ryu's got, like, a, a more, like, just modern streets look for him, which is pretty good. Like, he's got a, a jacket with a... Uh, was a bandana and jeans. I'm like, oh, that this is, is good. It sounds awesome. Um, of course, mm -hmm. there wouldn't be a week in gaming news if there wasn't one acquisition. It's true. So, Aonic, it's A O N I C. Onic, Onic, the Hedgehog, <laughs> uh, is acquiring N Dreams, which lowercase N, capital Dreams. Uh, who are the developers of Synapse, Synapse and Ghostbusters Rises of the Ghost Lords? The Ghost Lords. Oh, fuck. Okay, well, this is fucking... <laughs> <laughs> we were haunted by the Ghost Lords segment. <laughs> right. Um, and Aonix is apparently some Swedish company that's been buying up other smaller Swedish or other smaller companies. Cool. That always goes well. Yeah. Yeah. They ain't, they ain't that small considering this acquisition was 110 million. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Christ. It's, I'm so tired of this shit. Right. We need 
Yeah, I, I feel like in in you know a year from now we're gonna find out that Aonic was never real, and then we'll show up to their their lot, and it'll just be an empty lot, and there'll be a tumbleweed <laughs> going through, and then every single developer they bought will get a bunch of pink slips. Yeah, I'll, the tumbleweed so fired them. Right, like <laughs> all the all the companies that said that they had is like, oh, it's their subsidiary. I'm like, so did they make them or did they buy them? I'm not sure. More of this. Yeah, it never stops. Oh yeah, yeah. You you should all feel lucky. We don't cover all the layoffs every week. What was the number at for this year? It's absolutely insane. Sixty thousand layoffs in video games this year. What a nightmare! Absolutely insane number. Yeah. Absolutely insane number. Um, seven thousand is what it is. And last year there was around a thousand, so seven times as much, a seven hundred percent increase. Wow. That's insane. This this industry is clearly very, very Healthy. damaged. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, it's Ugh. definitely damaged. It's unhealthy. It's not that C the C-suite are fucking deranged and are like, I'm sorry you didn't have a 25% increase from last quarter. We have to kill all your families now. Yep. We didn't really talk yeah, about we, it. We, we call that streamlining. <laughs> We didn't really talk about it when it happened, but uh, there was the whole thing with the escapists. And, yeah. Uh, apparently, they're corporate overlords who have the most cringe name imaginable. I can't remember. It was like Gamers something. Just Gamers Corporation. I don't know. Anyways, uh, they literally did one of those things where they're like, y make... They basically told them, this is what led to it. They basically told the editor-in-chief... We need Yahtzee to make more than one video a week every week. Not like co-host on other videos, like make a, a video. And they kept trying to explain to him, well, in order for Yahtzee to make his videos, he has to play games. And they're like, no, that's free time. <laughs> mm. Man. Yep. These people are morons. Yeah. Did you, see that, uh, did you see that Yahtzee has already started a new show with the... With Yep. Mm -hmm. legally distinct cartoon drawings yes that makes perfect and sense and the aesthetic is no longer yellow it is red different color easy as that easy as that yeah i don't know what they thought that they how they thought they could stop him <laughs> it's really good too because apparently <laughs> since they spun off and their patreon almost instantly shot up to fifty thousand a month mm -hmm. um jesus yeah, yeah. Uh, the escapist became a lot easier to work with and maybe open to negotiations of selling the rights of zero punctuation back to them or whatever. I would say... Oh, yeah. Now that, now that yeah, we know like, that we have absolutely no leverage, would you like to give us some money? Remember, I, kids, I would, violence is the only language corporations understand. Yep. That's true. Agro, that's not entirely true. You can't do violence against property. <laughs> I haven't seen the science on that. <laughs> it's more of a philosophical question. Uh, honestly, I think the Mythbusters B team did plenty of violence against property. <laughs> They're like, that myth is confirmed. Let's get out of here before they call the cops. God, them having to apologize to a city multiple times is way too fucking funny. Sorry, I'm in the mood for Mythbusters again. It is coming up on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Oh, that makes sense. Just got to watch B-Team destroy another residential <laughs> house. 
It's a good thing they, you know, it's a good thing their corporate overlords fucked up Mythbusters because if they kept going, B Team would have been like fucking leveled a, a sovereign nation by now. <laughs> they would have been like, we're sorry, we had to test the doom hole. <laughs> Everyone said there was no way the doom hole could end a civilization. We didn't know if Thanos was right and true. We had to kill half of the inhabitants of this island. <laughs> <laughs> to see if it would be prosperous afterwards. Well, it turns out the doom hole in normal settings won't really destroy a town. But let's keep turning up the doom hole to see what happens. <laughs> so I've made a robot to turn up the doom hole. <laughs> Don't worry, we're behind this sheet of <laughs> questionably sourced plexiglass. God, I love that conversation in the early season. He's like, somebody said it was bulletproof. And Jamie's like, I didn't say that. <laughs> yes, you I, did. Uh, and then it cuts to a clip of him being like, don't worry, we're safe behind this. It's bulletproof. <laughs> I really like uh I really like Adam Savage's YouTube channel where he just talks about the behind the scenes of Miss Butters all the time. Yeah. It's <laughs> It's really funny when he shares story like stories like, yeah, it was really hard to get th this one this one product we needed. Like three companies said they could, and then they destroyed their own machinery trying to make yes, it. Yes, <laughs> the 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 lead foil for the lead balloon. Oh my god! Three different companies are like we could do it. Yeah, we'll make it to spec. Our machine broke. <laughs> and then him, and, and then him finding out what things you're just not allowed to own in America under any circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, yeah, we wanted to test a hand grenade, but we couldn't because you're not allowed to have a hand grenade under any circumstances. <laughs> we had to fake one by, like, filling a grenade shell with C4. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. And he's like, the only reason we're allowed to do any of this shit is because a bomb squad writes it all off as training. Huh. That's true. Yeah. I also like, I also like the fact that, like, the only thing that ever... They floated, floated the idea of doing an episode about the myths of theft detectors in stores. Yes. And they were brought, they were brought in to talk to like fucking Saleh and were like, no. Yeah. It was, um, they were <laughs> going to talk no about circumstances. You know how your chips, those chips on modern credit cards are a thing. Well, they really weren't that much of a thing. And they started coming into credit cards around this era. And they were like, those aren't safe at all. We should do an episode about how easy it is to fake one of those. And, read the date off of that and all this other stuff and they start working on the episode of the credit card companies they're like no <laughs> one of their heads explodes <laughs> it was uh it was really funny they should they should have made that video yeah they should have made they, that they episode should, they should they should start a patreon and just they should get china should start their <laughs> own streaming show and hire them to be like we're going to test the flaws in american infrastructure in this <laughs> I'm just imagining geriatric Jamie Heineman and Adam Savage. Don't try this. I shouldn't even. <laughs> now, technically, if you take all the clips that we're about to put on the single show together as a single unit, it's treason. But since they were filmed at least two weeks apart. We're trained professionals who read this episode by a lawyer, the legal team, seven times. <laughs> oh, um, 
Hey, Bob, you had one last bit I, of news before we started talking about how based Mythbusters is. Um, uh, Warhammer 40K Space Marine 2 is late to the second half of 2024. It was originally planned for this winter. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Was it, wasn't that clip they showed? Like, maybe they showed something since, but the last clip I remember is they're like, look, he walks. They got him I shooting, too. they showed too. combat recently. Okay. And they showed him, like, doing the worst melee combo you could imagine, and then having a no UI aim, aiming reticle. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was I rough. Didn't, I didn't believe that thing was, like, anytime soon. That's really funny that they said it was this winter. Uh, exact date coming next month at <clears throat> the Game Awards. Bob, why would you say something so outrageous and true? I hope that game's good. It looks cool. I yeah, I hope yeah. that game's good, too. Kind of being okay. Yeah, the first one was shockingly good. Who knows? Maybe for some people out there, that was their spec ops. The line that that's the that's the thing. At the end of the trailer, it was like, "Here, he's getting jetpacks." Like that's the only thing that made the first game good. Yeah. Why'd you make a trailer without it? Don't worry, that's how the game ends. <laughs> it's gonna be Surf Dracula. <laughs> I do feel like making a, a game where you play as a space marine is difficult because you're you're nothing should you're supposed to just be God. <laughs> like that's the point of especially an ultramarine like you should you should shoot somebody with the bolt gun and they just get jibbed instantly no matter what they are that's how the bolt gun is supposed to work i mean i feel like we may now have a robocop game we can use as a model <laughs> like somewhere I, between that and the bolt gun game i think we've got the formula yeah, we've got it the the bolt gun was a bolt gun game was a little bit too much like doom for my tastes. I didn't really get into it, but when I pulled the trigger of the gun and it sounded like the world was going to end, they got that right. Mm -hmm. Which you damn well better get the gun your game is named after correctly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Every once in a while, I fall down the Warhammer 40k wiki and I'm like, "What has happened in the lore of Warhammer since the last time I checked?" And I'm like. Oh, that sounds that sounds cool and epic. I'm sure it's probably less cool when you're playing a game with people who are rule lawyering, <laughs> <laughs> or you take or you take a wrong step and end end up with the people who are way too into the concept of the God Emperor. Look, they just think the God Emperor, you know, he, he may not be the right thing, but he gets things done. Gosh darn it! He doesn't get anything done anymore. He's sealed in a big golden fridge because he's been dead for 10,000 years. <laughs> Magnus did nothing wrong. <laughs> well, that's it for news this week. Uh, Bob and I are moving. Yeah. Don't expect a Friday stream while we're moving. No, that, ain't, that literally is not happening. Um, I wouldn't expect one Saturday or Sunday either. Maybe the following Thursday for Big Thing, probably. Yeah, hopefully. I would, I would hopefully imagine by then by everything's then. good. Expect some tweets about bandwidths and whether or not they hit 5 gigabit. And then a slow zoom on me as I just sound like M. Bison from the cartoon. <laughs> yes! Um, Chris, what do you have going on? Uh, It's a holiday, so probably nothing. Oh my god. We're also we're also I I at very least am also doing Thanksgiving. I just figured that was real. <laughs> Givings will be thanked. Dr. Agro, what do you have going on? Uh I've been dog sitting two enormous hounds who have a different sleep schedule from me, so I'm going to get my first night's sleep in a week. Oh, that's sick. 
and then I'm going to work the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. That is far less sorry. cool. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to go get groceries tomorrow. Sorry. So, yeah, no, let me tell you, one of the worst parts of working Christmas at a CVS was the people going, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry you have to work. Anyways, I had to buy the Snickers. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Yeah, I'm so, here's I'm your sorry. quick guide. Don't apologize to the people who are working. You're there. <laughs> it's perfectly acceptable to ask if uh, like something you don't see on the shelf is available in the back. When they tell you no, don't ask why. Don't ask why? Holy shit. In fact, yeah, don't say anything. There is nothing more you can add to that conversation that isn't you being shitty. <laughs> Just no, shut the true. fuck up and turn around. <laughs> You need to you need to just uh, work on your uh, shadow run face, and you need to give the face that ends the conversation. <laughs> Why? Do you know when it is? Do you know how late you are here? Do you know it is one day before Thanksgiving? God, that just reminds me of Christmas when it's like Christmas Eve. Why don't you have a Nintendo Switch? Yeah, it's like. And then Chris, of course, dealt with that for fucking the Wii. <laughs> Where do you guys have a Wii? I'm a pretty uh, important dude. I, I, I didn't work retail back when that was a crunch, but I do remember this one fucking dude mm -hmm. who, when I worked at Target, he came in the 23rd and was like, yeah, I need like six iPods and three Wiis and four Xbox 360s. I'm like, we don't have any of that. It's the 23rd. And he seemed like that that possibility did not occur to him at all. Like he didn't even consider the possibility we wouldn't have five thousand dollars of consumer electronics two days before Christmas. Yeah, why wouldn't you have that? Yeah, he has money. It's a free market. <laughs> the free market means you have all of his needs supplied for <laughs> when he wants them, where he wants them, and for how much. There are a stunning number of people who believe that, like, the Earth was created 6,000 years ago with all of the stores exactly where they are, <laughs> and that them having stuff is just part of the natural cycle of day and night. Yes. Right. Yeah, it's they like have, they, they, have the, they have the Star Forge in the back, and every so often a bunch of fucking iPods roll out of it. I think that was the holiday when I learned when they say, can you check the back? Especially uh -huh. at, at, at a Target where there's not much of a back. Right. That That's code for go hang out in the back for five minutes, have a glass of water, chill out, relax a little bit, then come back and say, sorry, they, there's not anything there. So oh, this... uh, on which subject, if, if someone goes to check the back for an item for you, don't move. Do not speak to another yeah. employee until they D come back. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do either of those things. That is the peak of rudeness. Or, or ask them if they have it in the back and then just leave the store. Yeah, don't do that either. I, uh, two related things. I was 16. My mother sent me out driving to get uh, spices for Christmas. Okay. I went to like four grocery stores. And at no point did I sit there and think to be like, why don't you have it? Like, I just went, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking like Wednesday. Yeah. Or Tuesday or whatever it was. Like, it's too close. Like, this is obviously a her problem. <laughs> this isn't the grocery store's problem. Uh, second story. Chris, did you know it took me until the age of 32 to do that ever? The stand in the back for five minutes thing? I'm too <laughs> nice of a person. It took me until the very end of my tenure at a grocery store 
dealing with the most annoying thing of like, I already told them that we don't have it and that I looked for this exact thing already today uh -huh. and they still would not buy it that I went, okay, I'll go check again. And then I went back there and stood there for four minutes in the freezer, just staring into the middle distance. And then I came back out. Sorry, I checked everywhere. We don't have it. 32. So much self-control. Uh -huh. So oh, much self-control. No, I never went. Like, do you have this? No, ma'am, we're out. Could you check? I could, but since we're out, I won't find it. Did, Is there anything else I can help you with? Did you help her pick up her brain, which had unraveled onto the ground? <laughs> as you helped her understand an, an axis on which the universe worked that she didn't fucking understand before that moment? <laughs> Bobby, you have any? We're just packing the because this is a short one. We're just packing the end real quick with a bunch of these, just a bunch of these jabs. Because I worked at GameStop, uh -huh. and there's no room out in the floor because corporate's moronic. <laughs> They're like, go in the back, and you're like, okay. The, the, it turns out the back's this deep, so you just stand in a corner. Of the, <laughs> the back is so densely packed with things. I do legitimately need to go back and look for them sometimes. Most of the time, even. It was really frustrating. So it's your fault. That's what I'm hearing right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Agro, can you believe this motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I can't believe that was you. It's all you. All along. That's terrible. You should just lie to them. Yeah. Yeah. Because now everyone's dealing with it. Right? It's, it's spread like a plague. Anyways, that's going to do it for this episode of Big Thing to Mention. And we'll see you all next week. And if you're in the United States, have a cool food day. Which is really all I mean, you should be celebrating you is can, food and you people can do are that cool. anywhere, honestly. Have a cool food day. <laughs> Local the man died of a cool food day. Podcasters are to blame. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. Bye. Say goodbye to the house, chat. <laughs>